Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Episode 119 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition is on the air. Uh, it's not going to be a pretty one ex- except for... Uh, Michigan just nipping Wisconsin in Ann Arbor, 14-7. to Let's start with that. Go on to ESPN.com. There it is. It won't take too long, I promise. The Wolverines beat a team, a top 10 team with one of the, that had another one of the best defenses in the nation, but Michigan had the better defense in that one in a low scoring affair, 14 to 7. And once again, once again, the final score as number four, the Wolverines beat the number eight Badgers, 14 to 7. Khalid Hill, Khalid Hill, a one-yard touchdown run. Just four seconds into the second quarter, that made it 7-0 Michigan. And then in the third quarter with 8.03 left, Dari Ogunbowl caught a 17-yard touchdown pass from Alex Hornibrook. Tying it at seven on five plays for 31 yards, 225. Uh, the first Michigan touchdown completed an 11 place, 77 yard, 441 drive. And then in the fourth quarter, Amari Darbo, a 46 yard touchdown pass from Wilton Spate. That gave Michigan the lead for good, 14 to seven, and then, and then when when the Badgers had the ball, Jordan Lewis made a a beyond phenomenal one-handed leaping catch for an interception to put the game away. And the Wolverines managed to run out the clock. And they won 14-7, so they possibly will remain at number four. Wisconsin, I don't know. They might, they might stay at number eight. They might drop to number nine or ten, but I, I wouldn't I take them down any further because they – because their defense, because their defense played a hell of a game as well. Uh, some flaws in this one: their their field goal kicking, especially Kenny Allen. Oh, F and A, man. O for two. Missed from thirty-one yards out, and then from forty-three. Kenny Allen has missed his last. Five field goals consecutively, as far as I'm concerned. Let me check his let me check his season stats right now. Michigan is in first place, five and zero overall in the Big Ten in the Eastern Division, and two and zero in Big Ten conference play. They are tied for first place in the entire Big Ten Conference with the Nebraska Cornhuskers, 5-0 and 2-0. The, the, Maryland, the Maryland Terrapins and the Ohio State Buckeyes are, bo- are both now 
and 1-0. Wisconsin suffers their first loss, 4-1 and 1-1. Penn State and Iowa are both 3-2 and 1-1. And So those, so those are the uh, top top seven teams in the Big Ten conference standings right now. The whole thing, East, Eastern and Western division the divisions collaborated together. I was in third place in the Western division. Northwestern one and one and two and three. That's a that rounds out the top eight. In the Big Ten, Penn State is fourth in the Big Ten East, Eastern Division. Maryland and Ohio State are tied for second place in the Big Ten East. Let me, uh, I'm trying to find out I'm trying to find out um, yeah there's Kenny Allen he was over two today Kenny Allen is four for six from 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 field goal range, four for six this year in field goal kicking field goal attempts, sixty six point seven percent. So I, I I actually lied. So Kenny Allen was perfect last week. Um, but awful. But he was awful today. Over two. And of course it was wet out, but that's not gonna that's not gonna cut it. See who Michigan plays next. Going to mgoblue.com. They will play their first road game of the season at Rutgers at Piscataway, New Jersey at 8 o'clock Eastern time on ABC or ESPN2. And then the week after that, it's homecoming at, at, for the Maize and Blue as they welcome in the Illinois Fighting Illini at 3.30. And then the in-state rivalry game in East Lansing, Michigan at Michigan State, October 29th. No time to be determined yet. No, no TV channel to be determined yet either. Then they're back home against Maryland on November 5th, then they're at Iowa on November 12th, home against those Indiana Hoosiers on November on November 19th, and then they're in, they're in Columbus playing the Ohio State Buckeyes on November 26th, and then there's the Big Ten Championship game at 8 o'clock on Fox on December 3rd on a Saturday. Can't wait for that one. Yeah. Michigan 
Michigan, as of right now, has a shot to play for the Big Ten championship. But speaking of the Big Ten, uh, Michigan State um, choked themselves out again. They, 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 um, their offense last week put put up six points. They tonight they put up they put twenty one points up on the board, and they still lost in overtime, twenty four twenty one. They led 14-0 in the third quarter, and and then Indiana came back to tie it at 14. The Spartans were uh, eighth-ranked eighth ranked, uh, going into their 30-6 to loss at home to Wisconsin, and then... 17th rank going into into tonight's overtime defeat at the hands of the Indiana Hoosiers in Bloomington, Indiana. R.J. Sheldon, 86-yard touchdown pass from Tyler O'Connor. Dell Williams, a 24-yard touchdown pass with, with four minutes to go in the third quarter. The first Spartan touchdown pass, 439 left in the first quarter. The Williams touchdown made it 14-0. Mitchell Page was at quarterback. Oh, oh wait. Uh, that was, Richard Legal was the quarterback for, for Indiana the entire game. He, he pitched. He, he, he set up a, a reverse pitch to Mitchell Page, and Page passed it, passed it to Rick. Passed it back to Richard Legal in the end zone. To put the put the uh, Indiana Hoosiers on the board with 52 seconds left in the third, 14-7 Spartans, and then Ricky Jones, a 22 a 22 yard pass from Richard from Richard Legal, tied it at 14 with 8:23 left in the fourth. And then Legal fed Mitchell Page for fit, from 15 yards out with 4:38 left, giving the Hoosiers their first lead of the ball game, 20, 21-14. And on that same play, Malik McDowell was called for targeting when it didn't look like it was targeting, and and the officials. Uh, uh, um, somehow uh, got the call wrong. But it stood, and McDowell was ejected and, and suspended for the first half of the Spartans' next game. Which we'll, uh, which we'll mention in a, mo- in a moment. Um, Josiah Price, a two-yard touchdown pass with 11 seconds left to complete a 13-play, 75-yard drive, lasting 4:27 to tie it at blackjack, 21 all, sending it to overtime. And then Michigan State got uh, got the ball first because Indiana won the coin toss but deferred, and Tyler O'Connor got sacked two times on second down and third down and then Kenny out and then Michael Geiger of all people missed his field goal attempt very long quite a bit long quite a way away from the uprights but But anyway, he missed it. And that gave the Hoosiers the ball. 
that on that on two sets of downs on six plays for 22 yards, Griffin Oaks kicked in the game-winning 20-yard field goal to win it for the Hoosiers. They upset the Spartans, the 17th-ranked Spartans, 24-21 in Bloomington, Indiana. Spartans fall to two and two. They should be embarrassed. Their offense isn't awful anymore, but they're still mediocre. And they paid dearly for it. They got called for five friggin' holding penalties. Their offense did. Let me check their penalties. Okay. Nothing to see there. The penalties are penalty statistics are penalties. Penalty statistics are not there. MSU didn't did not turn the ball over at all. Indiana turned the ball over one time. And the Spartans had possession of the ball for thirty three minutes and twenty three seconds compared to Indiana's twenty six minutes and twenty six seconds. MSU barely out outrushed uh, outgained Indiana in total yards four thirty eight to four thirty seven by one single yard. That that is the closest to exactly even. That's wicked. Team stats. The Spartans got called for uh, 11 penalties worth 98 yards. Indiana, 7 for 60. But a uh, couple... Uh, Couple bad calls that the uh, the that the referee uh, that, that the Big Ten officials made. The targeting call on Malik McDowell. And then that one touchdown run that was overturned because uh the officials thought his knee was down when when it was still airborne and never never even touched the turf. But um, that was unlike the the officials that the referees that officiated the Wisconsin-Michigan game. Every single uh, close call that the officials made was correct. And uh, I I give them credit. I give them the benefit of the doubt. But... um, Tonight's Michigan State-Indiana game was friggin' awful, period. No matter how close it was, oh, it's a good game. You should enjoy it. No, no, no. I'm pissed off. And then, and then after the, and then when uh, the Hoosiers won it, their their kicker ran down the sideline and celebrated. That's uh, Griffin Oaks. And and uh, the Spartan fans were complaining about about him. Running down the sideline, celebrating his field, his game-winning field goal. But you know what? You know who should who should be who should really be to blame? The Spartans' offense. 
Of course they put up three touchdowns, but they're still mediocre. What I saw, for example, five, five, five damn holding penalties, five damn holding penalties on Michigan State's offense. And all those penalties took each play, each successful play back, and they were and they were all correct too. But unlike, but uh, even and even even. Even when the referees uh, made those two bad calls, the Spartans overcame adversity and tied the game. And then their offense choked in overtime, coming up empty. Tyler O'Connor being sacked twice on second down and third down. Despicable. Despicable. You're despicable, Daffy Duck would say. This is how mediocre Tyler Connor is as a senior quarterback. This is his only full full year as a quarterback. The Spartans. He's not going to get drafted anywhere. Spartans uh, go back home to East Lansing next week on the 8th at 3.30 on ABC and play the Brigham Young Cougars, the BYU Cougars. My question will be, are they ready for that game? My answer, probably not. Because they're 2-2. They started 2-0, a shaky 2-0. And what I mean by that, the Spartans offense scored scored only 28 lousy points against Furman, mind you. They put up 36 points against Notre Dame and almost blew it when their offense played conservatively after scoring 36 unanswered points through the second and third quarters. And then they had their bye week. Oh, wait, they had their bye week before their Notre Dame game, and then... But um, they, they came back home and played Wisconsin, and they... And they got not they got absolutely knocked out during just two field goals. No touchdowns whatsoever against Wisconsin. They didn't take the Badgers for granted, but they absolutely shot themselves in the foot. They did.
And I'm already getting sick and tired of uh, watching Michigan State's Michigan State self-destruct. Just they've done it twice in a row. They they blew their own heads off, thirty to six to the Wisconsin Badgers, and then and then they shot themselves in the foot in overtime after coming back just to lose 24-21 in overtime. What a disgrace. Spartans need to change their offense. So that's that for the Spartans. The, my Central Michigan Chippewas got absolutely destroyed at home by the by their arch rivals, the Western Michigan Broncos, forty nine to ten. The Broncos stay undefeated, five and zero. The Chips drop to three and two. Chips scored first on a Brian Evie forty five yard field goal, but but then the Broncos scored thirty five on. 35 unanswered points. Two of those touchdowns by Jarvion Franklin, 34 yards out and then one yard out. And then Corey Davis, a 45-yard touchdown pass. Michael Henry uh, started the rally with a six-yard pass, but uh, then Darius Phillips. Capped off that rally with an 85-yard pick six. A dumb pass by Cooper Rush. And an an awful game. Cooper Rush finally threw threw a touchdown pass to Mark Chapman from 37 yards out, making it 35 to 10. But but other than that, the Chippewas just absolutely sputtered on offense while while the Broncos just kept running away. Corey Davis scored his second touchdown in the game from four yards out on a pass from Zach Terrell, 42-49. And then Fabian Johnson, three-yard touchdown run, 49-10, and that was it. That just makes me so feel so embarrassed to be a Chippewa right now. I feel so discouraged. The Chippewa started three and zero, and then they get get buried twenty eight nothing. They come back to tie to tie to twenty eight, only to shoot themselves in the foot again and lose forty nine to thirty five. At once, winless Virginia, the Cavaliers, on the road. Not at home, but on the road. But the Chippewas got way too damn cocky. And that's what you can't do. And that that set them into a tailspin where um, they changed from, from great to awful. So they welcome, so they stay at home at Kelly Short Stadium for homecoming, for homecoming next Saturday at 3.30 when they welcome in the Ball State Cardinals. Tonight's game at Kelly Shore Stadium in Mount Pleasant was televised on the CBS on the CBS Sports Network. 
I'm still glad I was able to catch it after work, but that was absolutely embarrassing. More embarrassing than the Spartans' loss. So the Chips are three and two overall and zero and one in MAC play. Awful start, a very awful, a very pathetic start to their Mid American Conference season. Tigers uh, beat the Braves last night six to two. Miguel Cabrera hit two of the four home runs that the, that the Tigers hit. Ian Kinsler uh, led off led off the game with a home run, and then later in the game, Justin Upton took one way deep. And uh, in the end of that game, K. Rod Francisco Rodriguez pitched a one-two-three ninth inning. He struck out the side in order, as a matter of fact. And he was supposed to do that because the Braves are awful. But uh, earlier tonight, the Braves upset the Tigers 5-3. to three. Jordan Zimmerman uh, took another beating. Took the loss and, and dropped in 9-7. and seven. Uh, Zimmerman only gave up two two runs. Actually, he didn't take he didn't he didn't uh, take a beating yet. Didn't take a beating, but um, two two earned runs on three hits and four innings pitched. Shane Green only pitched a third of an inning in the seventh inning and gave up gave up. Uh, two earned runs on three hits, but Kyle Ryan finished the job. Aaron Blair, the winning pitcher, improves to two and seven. Gave up two earned runs on four hits and six innings pitched. The Tigers never came back to tie it up, but uh, they made it close. Justin Upton uh, hit another home run to left field, 423 feet. JF's got a hot bat right now, but um, with that loss, Tigers dropped to uh, either a game or a game a game and a half back. Yeah, a game and a half back of the second spot in the American League Wild Card Division standings. So um, the scheduled last game of the season at 310, and then um, if necessary, unless unless they get eliminated. Which they possibly will, thankfully.
and Brad Osmus uh, can deserve at least a little bit of blame for for tonight's loss too, because he put in Shane Green to uh, widen the lead for the Braves. Green gave, Green gave up two insurance runs. So the Tigers are going to um, going to look up Tigers.com, see who they're. Uh, Replacing Justin Verlander at Julio Teheran. Justin Verlander, 16 and 8, a 310 ERA. Julio Teheran, a 6 and 10 record, a Take a look at their schedule real quick. Yeah, their their Indians game is only if necessary for a playoff seeding. Unless they get eliminated. Which I hope they will. That way uh, there's a greater possibility that Brad Osmus can be fired as as their manager. Lions play at the Chicago Bears tomorrow at 1 on Fox 32 in Cadillac. Fox 2 WJBK in Detroit. All Fox affiliates around the great state of Michigan. And even in the Upper Peninsula as well. The Western Upper Peninsula. Even so, Lewis, uh, if you're still here and got and you got time, uh, yeah, uh, go right ahead. Okay, starting off with the MLB scores, uh, the Bali eats are down the athletics, so leading the Mariners eight to seven, uh, with nobody on them, one out. Uh, it's tied at eight between the uh, ah, uh, uh-huh. I guess my yeah, eight, eight all. Ninth inning, wow. bases loaded, two out. It was great. <laughs> uh, Mets. Yep, the, it's on MLB now. There it network. is. There it is. It just came up on my on my page. Okay, Mets beat the Phillies five to three, and with that win, they clinch home advantage for the for the division series. As they get the wild card spot. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardinals beat the Pirates four to three. The Yankees uh, beat up on the Orioles today, 7-3, even though their season is now just about over. Uh, Nationals beat Marlins 2-1. Giants beat the Dodgers. Giants shut out the Dodgers 3-zip. The Reds got past the the Cubs 7-4. Well, they're not playing for anything anyway, so it don't matter. Indians uh, double up on the Royals 6-3. The Blue Jays beat the Red Sox 4-3. Good. The Twins beat the White Sox 6-0. <laughs> it's not a mystery. The Twins actually beat them. Uh, Braves over Tigers 5-3. Tigers uh, raise over the Rangers 4-1. In 10 innings, the Brewers beat the Rockies 4-3. That might have just gone final. D-backs over the Pirates 9-5. And Ashers shot the Angels 3-zip. 
So a glance over the wild card standings now and the other standings, period. And they go like this. And all division races are now, have been decided. So it goes now like this. The Red Sox are 93 and 68. Blue Jays are, Blue Jays and Baltimore are both five back with 88 and 73. Yankees are 84 and 77, nine games out and out of the race. And the Rays are 67 and 94, 26 out. <laughs> they were a long time ago. And the Central Indians, 93 and 67. Tigers are seven back at 86 and 74. Um, Royals are 81 and 80, 12 and a half back. Still a very respectable, very respectable showing. White Sox are 78 and 83, 15 and a half back. 35 and a half back, the Twins. At 58 and 103. My goodness. Uh, the West. The Rangers are 95 and 74. Mariners are eight and a half back at 86 and 74. Astros are 84 and 77, 11 back. Angels are 73 and 88, 22 back. And Athletics are 27 and a half back at 57 and at 93. The National League. The Nationals are seventy are ninety four and sixty seven. The Mets are seven back at eighty seven and seventy four. Marlins are seventy nine and eighty one. Fourteen and a half back. Uh, twenty four back at the Phillies at seventy and ninety one, and twenty six and a half back the Braves at sixty seven and ninety three. Cubs will have the best regular season record in the league this year in the majors. As they now have 102 and 102 and 58 on the season, Cardinals way back in second at 86, 85 and 76, 17 and a half back. Pirates are 72, 24 back. The Brewers are 72 and 89, 30 and a half back, and at 34 and a half back are the Reds at 68 and 93. The West. Dodgers are 91 and 70. Giants are five back at 86 and 75. In reverse order, the Rockies are 75 and 86, 16 back. Pirate, uh, Padres and the Diamondbacks are both 68 and 93, 23 games back. Uh, now the wild card standings, and it goes all like this. Okay, there we go. Uh, Toronto and Baltimore remain tied. Uh, Tigers and, and Mariners are both a game and a half back. Yankees and Astros are tied four and a half, are four back and are out of it. The Royals are seven back. The White Sox are ten back. The Angels, fifteen back. The Athletics, 20, 20 and a half back. The Rays, 21 back, and the Twins, 30 back. Wow. Uh, Mets are one game up in the wild card, and and we'll take that now, followed by the Giants. The Cardinals are one game back. The Marlins are six and a half back. The Pirates are eight back. 11 back are the Rockies. The Brewers are 14 back. Philadelphia is 16 back. Padres and Diamondbacks are 18 back, as well as the Reds 18 back, and the Braves are 18 and a half back. Oh, well. Good effort by some, a lousy effort by others. Um, Now, we're going to go to the college um, football scores here. My computer will cooperate. Thank you. There we go. And I'll start off with the top 25. All right, there we go. Okay. Ah, here we go. Um, in the third quarter, with 33 seconds to go, Boise State, number 24, is leading Utah State 14-3. to uh, Bama, which is still number one, rips over Kentucky 34-6. to No surprise there. And this was the most embarrassing game of the day, the Ohio State which is number two ranked, just destroyed my Rutgers by the score of 
58 to nothing. That's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the better games of the day, Clemson beats Louisville 42 to 36, number five versus number three. That's one of the best games of the day, but not necessarily the best of the day. I'll explain that later. Uh, Michigan over Wisconsin 14-7 as two top ten teams face, face each other. Number four versus number eight. Um, Texas A&M number nine beats South Carolina 24-13. Uh, now this is the best game of the day. Tennessee over Georgia 34-31. Number one versus number 25. Georgia took the lead with 10 seconds to go and then Tennessee got a break because Georgia got a miss got a um, misconduct penalty, and Tennessee wins the game with no time left on the clock, 34-31. to 31. And good old Vern, and good old Vern Lundquist was there to call the game. But we missed. Uh, Carolina, North Carolina upsets Florida State by two, 37-35. They're 12 ranked. Uh, Baylor just gets by Iowa State 45-42. They're 13th ranked. Uh, 14th ranked Miami over GC for the Tech 35-21. Iowa over Illinois, excuse me. Nebraska over Illinois 16-31. Nebraska's 15th ranked. Uh, 16th ranked Ole Miss beat Memphis 48-28. Indiana 24-1 over Michigan State 24-21. Michigan State's play like my Rutgers team. Yeah. Uh, California over number 18, Utah, 28-23. South Alabama over San Diego State, which is 19th ranked. Beat them at 42-24. Another upset. Arkansas over Alcorn, Alcorn State, 52-10. Arkansas is 20th ranked. Back to back doubles by Tinder and who's that batting here? Wendell put the Athletics on the board nine to uh, put the Athletics in a nine eight lead in the top of the tenth. Some game. Oh yeah. Oklahoma gets past uh, number 20 ranked TCU, 52 to 46. Oh, uh, Oklahoma State upsets number 22 Texas, 49 to 31. Number 23 Vanderbilt beats Van- uh, Florida uh, beats Vanderbilt, 13 to 6. Uh, Thursday's games, number six Houston just beat up UConn, 42 to 14. Do they even deserve a football team? I mean, really. And last night. Washington, number 10, beats seven Stanford in a good old-fashioned drop, 44-6. And that game was on ESPN last night. And I thought it would be a much better game. And apparently, it wasn't. You always expect two top 10 teams to make it a closer game. And yet, nine times out of 10, just don't get it. Uh, Arizona State over USC, 41-20. to 20. LSU over Marshall, 42-7. Pittsburgh over Marshall, 43-27. Uh, Rice over Southern Mississippi. Uh, Southern Mississippi over Rice, 44-28. And Maryland over Purdue, 50 and finally, Penn State over Minnesota, 29-26. But there was a bit of a problem in that game, and I'll explain that when we, when we get to the news. Uh, I just want to get through a few uh, hockey and, and uh, basketball because, uh, as many, some of you may know, uh, NBA has first preseason games today, even though it was only two of them. Uh, here's the thing here with uh, Minnesota. Minnesota linebacker Jalen Waters was ejected in today's game after taking Penn State kicker Joey Julius on the field, and it resulted in a game misconduct. 
don't know what it was. So that they were exchanging words against each other, and it got ugly from there. And actually, Julius needed medical attention. Okay, NBA preseason began today. Um, the Raptors over the Warriors, 97-93. Hmm, can't check out the game, so a loss, can't we? At the Pelicans over the Mavericks, 106, uh, 116-102. NHL preseason, Montreal over Ottawa, 3-2. Uh, Devils beat the Rangers, 5-4 in overtime. Well, that's what my girlfriend was talking about. Okay. Uh, Capitals over Islanders, 2-1. Bruins over the Criers. I mean, Flyers 4 to 3. Just a little joke. Uh, Yahoo's over Lightning 4 to 3. Blackhawks uh, blank Blues 4 to nothing. Uh, MLS, as they come down to their regular season ending, Red Bulls over the Philadelphia Union 3 to 2. New England over Kansas City 3 to 1. Rapids over Timbers 1 nothing. Columbus over Chicago 3 nothing. Um, and Dallas over L.A., uh, D.C. over Toronto 3-2, and Dallas over L.A. 1-zip. Um, yeah, those are the other pages, and I did cover, and I did cover a, a lot with all the college scores like I do on Saturdays. Oh, boy, do I cover a lot. Oh, just a few more scores here. Baylor over... Um, BC over Buffalo, 35-3. Temple over SMU, 45-20. Colorado State over Oregon, 47-6. And Auburn crushes Louisiana, Monroe, 58-7. I thought we were doubling the Green Cup schedule. Obviously not. Oh, here's something weird. A fan at the Ryder Cup gets tossed out for crew behavior towards uh, by... Roy McElroy. He leaned toward over shouting some sort of obscenity, um, language by their standards. Uh, McElroy then called for security and he was tossed out. Oh, boy. Uh, Colts owner Jim, uh, Jim Misery, I mean, Misery, said that Andrew Luck's uh, shoulder does not look to be as serious as previously thought. Uh, there was concern of that in week two, and didn't know what was going to go over for there, but he seems to be okay, and uh, he should be back in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, but Sam Watkins, or Sammy, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, is out with a, is dealing with a foot injury and will be an injury reserve and out for the next eight weeks. Very much for your team there. Uh, East Carolina cheerleaders were booed for kneeling during the national anthem. Hey, you want to add something? Hey, you want to add something a little extra? Uh, sure. When you when you when you get when you get to uh, when you get to when you get a chance, um, um, you you can uh, you could uh, review the uh, review what's coming up in week four of the NFL schedule. I'll do that, sure. I didn't think of that. All right. Um, before we get to that, uh, Seahawks wide receiver James Baldwin received death threats since demanding that Attorney General and all 50 states review the train, uh, train for police officers. This was said in the television interview news program, 16 Minutes, and his father was a police officer, and so I kind of stopped him from speaking. Um, Matt Holiday gets a pinch and home run first in his career as he wraps up his long, outstanding career on tomorrow. Um, Jamal Charles, Chiefs running back, to play against the Steelers tomorrow. Uh, he was a limited practice this week and was listed as questionable as of yesterday. This is his first game since suffering a torn ACL by the Bears last season. I know. The Bears, the Bears. That's how, that's how they do it. Um, oh. Uh, Dante Majerus and the Houston Rockets are not near reveal. Uh, contract proposals were discussed, but that's all what happened there. Uh, he's seeking a larger financial deal from the Rockets, but the two sides remain far apart. 
as the um, asking for qualifying offer was 4.4 million, but is demanding more. Uh, the and it actually, it just expired an hour ago. Huh. If I were you, I'd take it. All right, so now we're going to the NFL schedule for later today. And the schedule goes like this. Starting with, all right, Indianapolis at Jacksonville, and that game will be in London at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. Hmm. A little big over your football? Hmm. Okay. Uh, Tennessee and Houston at 1 p.m. Cleveland and Washington at 1 p.m. I do not even expect a winner at that game. Uh, Seattle and New York at 1 o'clock. Buffalo and New England yeah. at 1 o'clock. Carolina and Atlanta at 1 p.m. Oakland and Baltimore at 1 p.m. And Detroit and Chicago at 1. And now the 4 o'clock games. Denver at Tampa Bay at 4.05. L.A. and Arizona at 4.25. Oh, by the way, that's on Fox. And the Denver-Tampa Bay game was on CBS. And New Orleans at the Saints at 4.25 on Fox. Dallas and San Francisco also 4.25 on Fox. And Kansas City versus Pittsburgh, 8.30 on NBC tomorrow and Monday. Giants versus Minnesota at 8.30 on ESPN. And just a quick check to see if um, I missed anything else. Uh, no, actually, that's it. Just a quick check on that wild game that they're having here. And it's still 9-8 Oakland. Seattle, bottom but bottom ten. Why out one on with a runner on second? Oh boy, this could this could get interesting. Okay, uh, my notes are complete. It's all yours. It is nine eight athletics. A man on third and two out. Mariners at bat. The Mariners are one out away from getting eliminated from postseason contention. Now, Kyle Seeger at bat. The, the shift in right field. First pitch is a high strike, 0-1. Down to your seatbelts. This game has been a barn burner for uh, for for the entire game. The 0-1 to Seeger, and it's hit in the air to left center field. And the Athletics hang on to win 9-8, and the Mariners are eliminated. Wow. What's on fish? So the the Mariners fall the two games back in the wild card for now, as they are, as I just mentioned, they are eliminated. Wendell finishes four for five with a with a game winning RBI double in the top of the tenth. And, and um, the, the game was a, a very tight one. All along. So it, it it's raining it's raining hard outside here in my area. So I'm going to sign off. This has been episode 119 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Shoe. We will uh, we'll be back on the air tomorrow night at at, uh, 7 o'clock. Can I get get back to that? I don't don't know if I'll be able to uh, do it or not. So can I get back to you? Sure. Thanks. Good night. Yep, good night.
And for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. We'll um, we'll talk to you at either seven o'clock or eight o'clock. TTFN, ta ta for now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.